Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hustlers, we know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you, introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute routing in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share Podcast is brought to you by B21, a platform which helps you start your journey with cryptocurrencies. Visit b21.io slash hustleshare and get $2 upon signing up. Also powered by 917 Ventures. 917 Ventures is Globe's corporate venture builder that ideates, launches, and accelerates new businesses that have the potential to grow and scale fast as they seek to solve the pain points of consumers and businesses through digital solutions in the Philippines and beyond. Check out www.917ventures.com for more information. Also by Podmetrics, the only analytics platform you'll ever need for your podcast. Sign up now at podmetrics.co for free and use the code HUSTLESHARE. It's not the big grand idea. It's the nuances of understanding na ah, people only have 5 pesos and they have it in load. So, okay, doon ako maglalaro. Welcome to HUSTLESHARE, the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Beitiong. Welcome to the latest episode of the Hustler Podcast. We're so excited because we have an OG in the house again. OG because he's this is not his first rodeo booth. I'm talking about a guy who is again is very, very few uh, people in the Philippines who've done or been part of an IPO in technology, you know, who, who's been vital part because all of us startup founders talk about, you know, product market fit, all the cute shit that we, we talk about. But, dude, this guy is legit, as legit as they come. And before I get carried away, let me properly give him roses and introduce us because he's just 
just ha, just the COO, the Chief Operating Officer of the largest telehealth company in the Philippines. And I'm a suki. For all the times I felt a headache, I had sipon and whatnot, I run to this startup, which is called Consulta MD. And again, let's welcome to the show their COO, also part of the 917 Ventures portfolio, Mr. Cholo Tagay Sai. Hi, Ron. Good morning. Good morning. And again, thanks very much for having your time. I know you're busy and I am a big fan of what you've done. But I need to ask you the million-dollar question. Cholo, what's your hustle? Well, Ron, you make me sound so old when you say <laughs> <"I'm sorry." laughs> that I'm OG. <laughs> yeah. But so, again, respect since, where respect is due. So since we're talking about uh, age anyway, so my hustle is I'm a, I'm a tech guy. Mm-hmm. So I've worked in tech. For over 20 years. Wow. And uh, as you mentioned, this isn't my <laughs> first rodeo. So I've, I've worked in corporate. I've worked in a startup that went regional. I founded my own startup. And I was part of a startup that went IPO. So Amazing. actually, I've gone through three exits already. <laughs> My God! So How many people that, can say that, right? So that should give you a no, indication of my age. Not, <laughs> not just age, na ako. <laughs> right? But not just age. Again, the degree of what you're gonna learn in this episode. If you're you've made it in this part, get ready because we're gonna buckle up, and we're gonna have to dissect all those exits, the failures, and everything else, and whatever. But again, before we get carried away, Cholo, I need you to put your seatbelt on because we're gonna have to ride. The Hustle Share Time Machine. Oh, ha. We are like Marvel superheroes. <laughs> this is the Quinjet of Hustle Share. There you go. Now we're all the way back. Before we even talk about the three exits that you've ever had, I want to talk about your past. What was Cholo before you became the Mexican gangster that you are now? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, well, that Cholo, that's the literal meaning of a Cholo, right? I want to understand what was your first influences, Cholo, or over entrepreneurship? Were, were you uh, part of a middle class or did you have any influences growing up? What was that like? Well, Ron, my, uh, my primary influence was, uh, was my father. So my father was uh, an entrepreneur. So he had your, wow. his own business, mm-hmm. you know, for my entire life. That's how I knew him uh, as mm-hmm. an entrepreneur, never an employee, never a corporate guy. Mm-hmm. So what I learned from that was iba kasi yung hustle of an entrepreneur eh, versus somebody na who's an employee, who's corporate. Correct. In corporate kasi, you can, well, ang term ko is, uh, kaya mong madala sa basta magaling ka mag-PowerPoint. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You can diba? bail yourself out a lot. Yes, yeah, I mean, diba? If, if, if you put together a nice PowerPoint, diba? If you, diba? If you sell it well, uh, you, you can, you can do very well in corporate, but it's different if you're an entrepreneur, eh? Because that's the litmus test, eh? That's, that's what separates what's real and what's not. Correct, <laughs> diba? Meaning to say, is your business making money or not, diba? Mm-hmm. And, 
if, and if it's not making money, if you make the wrong decisions, it has real-world consequences. Diba? Mm. People lose their jobs. Diba? People lose their careers, their livelihood. Right. Diba? They're not going to have electricity for the month. So Mm-mm. growing up, watching my father, it instilled in me that hindi tayo nagbubulahan here. This is real stuff. Diba? Right. This isn't like an MBA na pataasan lang tayo ng jargon, bulahat right. lang tayo, pivot this, pivot that. No, mm-hmm. I mean, this is real-world stuff mm-hmm. that affects real people. So, you might as well do it well and you might as well do it right. Because the stakes are high, right? The you stakes know, you, are high, yes. One false move, it can either make or break not just your family in whatever yes. puts food on the table, but yes. everybody else that you support. Because again, everybody, everybody's payroll, you have to worry about and what that. But what are the traits you got from your father? Because if you understood that early and you saw that, okay, my father's not dicking around. He's taking yes. this seriously. Yes. That rubs off on you, um, you know, uh, unintentionally. Like, oh my God, so this is what it takes and again, that's that's always what I see in with children of entrepreneurs early. They understand that. We're we're in a first-time entrepreneur with no background, would probably stumble along the way because now you would have to understand. But for you, that head start probably gave you a really good again, head start also to understand the the stakes and of course the intricacies of being an entrepreneur moving forward. Yes. So I think what that taught me is that it's one percent strategy it's 99% hustle i mean it's 99% execution really correct people think that you know you come up with a business plan uh, you raise funding there's applause everybody's excited they think that oh wow diba? you've made it diba? the bulk of the work is done <laughs> The the work no. is just starting. Well, ayun, that's that yep. is one percent. You know, there, there is no shortage of brilliant ideas. Lata matayo creative. Lata may brilliant idea. But what separates person A from person B is really person A hustled more. Person A understands that the first PowerPoint you present is definitely not the last. <laughs> Your right. plan A, that is not going to work. Nope. I've been in startups for 20 years. I guarantee you, your plan, <laughs> that is not going to work. You're going mm. to pivot to plan B, C, D, E, until Z. Mm. And that's really what separates success from failure, person A from person B. Because person A, you know, when his plan fails, he's just going to keep hustling again and again and again until he gets it right. Yeah. So that's what I learned from my father. Na you know, parang bira lang ng bira because because that's how it works. And I, I think Ron, my experience in school prepared me well for that because pare baksa ako sa school. <laughs> same energy <laughs> same same dude I am also I got failures as well yeah so like in Ateneo and people find this unbelievable my QPI was 2 wow and note na Ateneo yan hindi yan UP kung UP okay yan 2 <laughs> yeah but in Ateneo wala yun mm, absolutely wow amazing but again I'm pretty sure you compensated 
some other way. Now, that's what I want to find out. So, sure, school, sure. again, grades only define you over one type of litmus test that everybody else gets graded. Doesn't define yes. your strengths and weaknesses, right? But in real life, you always, again, it starts from scratch. Now, if you had that inclination towards entrepreneurship, what did you do then? Because again, the, the first one, you went to Dentsu as a senior manager, one of the first mm-hmm. ones that you, you've done. What were the skills you tried to accumulate and experience that helped you along the way to, to prepare you for that jump as the entrepreneur that you would eventually be? Well, okay. So Dentsu was an interesting experience because I actually applied to Makan oh. out, of, out of college. Okay. And I was I was not accepted. Oh. Why? Because well, because my grades are too low, yeah. So I landed in Dentsu, and you know, uh, rather than looking at it as a failure, I looked at it as a great opportunity because Dentsu was a smaller agency back then. So back back then, yes, it, it was a smaller agency. Makan was number one, right? It was mm-hmm. like. Diba? 20 Juggernaut. times larger. Yeah. Juggernaut, diba? Mm-hmm. But the flip side to that was because it was a small agency, I got to do more. I mean, I came in as a trainee and I was already, you know, within six months, I was pitching to clients. Wow. As in, yung pitching new business to clients. You know, parang typically, you only get to do that, what, eight years into, right, right. into your job? Right, right. you're here. Eto, trainee pa lang ako. I was pitching already. So, Dentsu was a fantastic experience because I got to do more quicker. And I was in Dentsu for 12 months. I was wow. promoted twice. Already. Wow. And and that wouldn't happen if I went straight to a big agency, right? Diba? right. Baka nagtitimpla lang ako ng kape dun. <laughs> Two years right, later. Right. And your client facing that early, and that's important because a lot of the people, also, like Vince Yamat, uh, example, yes, 917. Yes, yes. Dude's first job was sales. Anything that's customer facing that puts you in real life situations, yes. how to negotiate, how to talk yes. to people, how to develop people yes. skills, gives you a heads up straight out of school. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. So I was in Dentsu for a year, got promoted twice. And then. You know, impressive enough now wow. for Makan to pirate me. Wow. <laughs> so you still ended up there. <laughs> I still I still ended up there in a higher position. And I would have been had I went sure. there. Uh, had I went there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And yun. So funny side story, Ron. The HR head who pirated me for Makan is now my wife. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's your best clothes. Right there, you got the HRs. <laughs> wow, what a closer. Usually, they just get the job, not the HR. <laughs> oh, so double hassle yan, Ron. Getting the job and getting the girl. <laughs> wow. Now they understand why they call you a cholo. That's, the real, that's some real gangster shit right there. <laughs> Amazing. So, okay. Now in McCann, your account supervisor and the stakes mm. are high. And this is also during the dawn of the new millennium. I just yes. want to understand, what was your mindset now? Being promoted twice in Dentsu, now you're being in McCann. What did you learn fast during those first two stints that allowed you to really, again, shorten that learning curve that a lot of you know the adulting people struggle with? Because this is also the time, I'm pretty sure, that you're also just getting to know yourself. 
And sometimes a lot of, especially the up and coming entrepreneurs or, you know, those people who want to become one, they stumble again uh, through the gates and they get confused. And I want to get your perspective and how you're able to at least shorten that learning curve and make the right decision that set you up. Yeah. So my mindset going into Makan was, give me the hardest account there is. Mm. So when they were interviewing me, they were offering me several accounts. I said, no, I, I want the biggest account, the toughest account, which wow. at the time was San Miguel Beer. Wow. <laughs> I mean, imagine the audacity mm-hmm. of someone two years out of college asking for that. <laughs> right. Uh, but I guess my, my mentality really was, parang mamba mentality yan eh. There I go. want the ball. There you go. Give me the ball. Get the fuck give me, out. Uh, give me the ball. Air ball siguro to. <laughs> diba? Diba? I'll probably go. I love that you know there's gonna be an air ball but oh, just give me the ball. Air ball to. Air ball to. But give me the ball. Uh, diba? I'll take the shot because how, how else will you learn? Diba Ron? I mean, how else will you learn if you don't take the shot. So I asked for the most difficult account they had, which was San Miguel Beer. And it was just accelerated. Right. <laughs> accelerated learning right yeah. off the bat. And wow. then after San Miguel Beer, I went to the next uh, hardest account, which was Coke. Oh uh, so... Wow. <laughs> So, ayun, I, are high. I, I worked on the, the two hardest accounts of the agency at the time. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, what I want to find out, Cholo, is at a young age, sometimes when you get to think uh, a success too early, you know, especially if you're beating the normal curve of, say, the trajectory of, of the corporate ladder, it's hard to get buy-in. And the system sometimes is designed to prevent you from succeeding because, hey, you're not supposed to be there. You need to fall in line. How do you get buy-in from people that have been there longer than you to trust you? Because, again, you have the audacity to get the ball and then you know it's going to be an air ball. The people are like, what the fuck? Why did I just give the ball to this guy and he's going to throw an air ball or do a Draymond Green and fumble the whole thing out, right? But you need to get that buy-in and respect because if you don't get that buy-in and respect from your peers you're also not going to get the results that you want for your client. Yung getting buy-in, I would say that that's a skill that I acquired when I went to Globe. Because mm. when you're working in an agency, you know, it's a small company, you're working in a small team, you can do a lot on your own. Eh. Right. Uh, but that's not going to work in a corporate setting. Yes. So for example, if you're working you know, in a company as big as Globe, Hindi ka pwedeng pa superstar superstar jan no. because because there is nothing that you can do on your own eh. I mean you are dependent on everybody else you're dependent on engineering you are dependent on uh, customer service you are dependent on product dev you're dependent on biz dev and for anything to launch in a company as big as globe you need to get sign off from all of those departments eh. Mm-hmm. Hindi pwede yung parang ginagawa ko dati na small company naman. Basta ito gusto ko, I'll do it. Wala. Yeah. That's not gonna work in a big company. So, what I learned really in Globe is bawal mayabang. Mm-hmm. No assholes here. 
Correct. Because no matter how brilliant you think you are, no matter how successful you think you are, all it takes is for some junior manager not to sign off on your project. and You're dead. <laughs> you're dead. Right. So, kailangan talaga marunong ka makisama. Yes. And actually, my term for that is I need to put in my crispy pata time. Crispy pata crispy meaning pata to say, time. Crispy pata time meaning to say, you know, parang the, the work, yes, we'll have our meetings. Yes, we'll have our presentations. But the real work happens here yung it's Friday night and yayayain kita mag-inuman. Mag-crispy pata tayo. I mean, for me, uh, really, that's where I get stuff done. That You know, parang it's 90% tawanan. But somewhere in there, I will insert the 10% na, Uy, pare, ano, tulungan mo naman ako with this project. Uy, pare, may problema ako with this. What's your advice? Again, it's it's the people skills. Eh? It's, it's the... And, and I'd, I'd attribute this because people love to work with people they like. And there's always human biases towards that. And this, this still also applies in, in startups. You can't just go out there and be totally oblivious to everybody else if you don't have allies and friends that you've built along the way that can give you, you know, open doors for you when you need it. You just plant yes. those seeds. Yes. And, you know, what's, what's interesting, Ron, is, so for example, uh, so after Globe, I went to startups, diba? Right. Uh, I, I, I had these fancy titles, you know. I was the managing director. I was right. the president. I was, okay. the, I was the founder. But, you know, what I learned is a lot of the stuff gets done not in discussions between me and my peers. Mm. It's not a managing director to managing director thing. No. The crucial person is actually the account executive down the there. down. Because he's the one that will execute it. Correct. So I really made it a point na, you know, everybody down to the fresh grad <laughs> that right. we're working with, you know, I need to put in the time with them. As in lunch tayo, dinner tayo, inuman tayo, out of town tayo, because that's where the execution happens. Eh. Correct. And at the end of the day, I go back to this. Everything is execution. Everything is execution. Yes. And, and at the end of the day, it's the, the guy on the very top where the buck starts and stops. Yes. Has that intentionality towards building culture. Yes. And, you yes. know, even down to the pressure, down to the internet, they know that you're just 1 p.m. away and you have that door open. Yes. Again, there's no politics that you have to over to because now that crispy pat at time, is alive again. <laughs> Hindsight 2020, now you have people with hypertension in Consulta MD like me. <laughs> because of two Because we Losartan is the key. There you go. <laughs> My God. But that's amazing. But last question before we take our first break. Sure. So you've developed this leadership style. But yes. when you took the leap as an entrepreneur, now, mm. you are Managing Director of Information Gateway in the early yes. 2000s. Yes. From being part of a key cog, having been in Globe, McCann, and Dents2, and whatnot, what was the biggest adjustment for you? Because you now have the people skills. You, ha- you learned that from your father as well, that the stakes are high. But it's different when it's now you who has to put up and make sure that everybody eats. What was that adjustment now? Because again, you have the skills, 
But when the bills pile up, that's the scariest thing in the world. My biggest adjustment was uh, learning, learning to say that I don't know. I'm not sure. I need more time to think about it. Because in corporate, you don't really say those things. Eh? In, in corporate, everyone... Those are the merits. Oh, in corporate, everyone is 100% sure 100% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because your decisions have impact, but it's okay if you're wrong. I mean, right. people aren't going to lose their jobs. At the end of the day, you know, uh, the business unit you're managing is what? 10% of the company. I mean, even if you go belly up, there are no real world consequences here. Correct. So, the stakes are uh, not that high. The stakes aren't that high, diba? So it's easy to say, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> 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 you know, and, and, and side story, like in corporate, they like doing... 10-year plans. Yes. Which I always found hilarious. Because, <laughs> How? Really? Are you not <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know what's going to happen next Six year. And now. you know what's going to happen the next 10 years. Wow. Galiga. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, in corporate, you learn to play that game. Yeah. Uh, Without bursting someone's bubble. Because you need yes. them to win. Right. Yes. Uh, but, you know, when I became managing director, uh, running my own startup, yun na yung, you know, every decision is now life or death stakes. And because that's the case, I learned to be very candid on things I wasn't sure of that I didn't know and when I needed more time. And sometimes, even when I'm ready to make a decision already, it's, it's qualified, meaning to say, I'm not sure. But we need to make a decision already. A wrong decision is better than no decision. Yes. So we're going to do this, but we're going to pull the plug if this happens in three months. Mm. So, there's a fail-safe option. Yes, there's a fail-safe option. And, you know, when, when I'm invited to talks, I, I say this all the time. Kailangan talaga. Mamba mentality. Eh. Meaning yep. to say, it's not about shooting 100%. It's not. It's about giving yourself enough shots. Because sa dami ng shots na yan, may papasok dyan. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Kahit isa. No, correct. Uh, yes. And having the audacity and not wilting under pressure, right? Yes, um, but yes. at the end of the day, pulling in the reps and making the necessary adjustments so you get a better shot you know, with your balance, with your footwork, to make sure that you have a better chance of shooting it in case you miss the first time. Yes, and I think, Ron, what helps is if you fail early enough, then you, you're you no longer afraid of it because been, been there, there, done that. Eh? Mm. <laughs> right. so, so what if I fail? I already failed before. Eh? I mean, same banana. Exactly. All right, now let's take our first break and when we come back, let's now talk about how you then pioneered something that got acquired to go IPO in SurePass. And of course, for all those crispy pata time that you got people on, <laughs> you need to compensate for that and talk about how you then led Consulta MD. But let's talk about that more after the break. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact 24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact 24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCON PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at saschallenge.ph that's sasschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back from the break. We are still with Cholo Tagaysay, who then had too much crispy pata time. And now I'm <laughs> one of their suki in Consulta MD as well. But before we talk about Consulta MD, I want to talk about, so then you took the leap, you became entrepreneur. What was the biggest adjustment also that you now had to take? Because again, you now have to take the shot. You have to be better at it. But I don't want to talk about resources-wise. Because sure. at the end of the day, you have to make sure everybody eats, right? Yes. Cash flow yes. is now a thing. Even in corporate, yes. you don't have to worry about that because 1530, you're going to get paid whether client pays or not. And now you have, you have payroll. What was that adjustment for you to become in charge of everything, especially resources. Because as, as a CEO, you know, being the head honcho, yeah. this is the main shit you worry about. Is there enough resources to cover our spread? Yeah, so there were, there were a lot of things that I learned. Uh, the first I would say is that uh, as CEO, as president, as managing director, there is no task that is too low for you. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I say that because, for example, uh, you know, I, I was the managing director, but there was one time where Natenga, yung DTI application namin, so we oh, couldn't wow. launch. And for some reason, you know, uh, no one was available to go there. Sa DTI. Ako, ako yung pumunta. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, and, Your boy, you lagari. Know, oh, lagari. And, that's why I recommend startups for everyone because startups teach you 
really the essentials of business. Yes. It teaches you that you know, you know. Re- I mean, really, really, titles do not matter, and that, that's not a platitude. That's real because, uh, and you learn that because your calling card could say president, but guess what? Ikaw yung nakapila sa 7-Eleven, bumibili <laughs> ng test sim. I mean, yes. th- that, that, I mean, really, oh, that man, makes it, so much. Uh, uh, oh, that teaches you. <laughs> no, humility. More than anything. Humil- oh, yeah, yeah, humility. And, uh, you know, when, when you're the head of a startup, or really anyone in startup, you learn that uh, you just have to get things done. Doesn't matter if the task is too low for you. Doesn't matter if, ay, ano, trabaho yan ng ibang department. Di naman ako, di ba? Di, na, di ko naman trabaho yan. Or trabaho yan ng boss ko. In a startup, it doesn't matter, eh. Di ba? It doesn't matter. You know, there's a task that needs to be done if it's in front of you. Ikaw gumawa niyan. Correct. And that's what I learned in startups. And it has to be that way. Otherwise, we don't make money this month. And if we don't make money this month, we don't make payroll this month. Right? Uh, so, and then you're dead. So, yun, uh, I mean, startups are really just a great, a great crash course in business. For, and I recommend it for everyone. You don't go into startups and just, hey, I want to be the next Elon Musk. Dude, this is the dirtiest job you can ever oh. do. Right? Yeah, yung, like, yung fresh grads, I love it now they think, it's so glamorous. We're laughing because we know what. Oh yeah, I mean, and I tell them, "Wow, you have no, no idea. idea." I mean, ano talaga? This is really uh, roll up your sleeves and mm-hmm. you know Go get down to the trenches. Down. Right. Yes, yes. So, startups just. Just a fantastic experience. Absolutely. Now, I just want to ask because uh, there, there's a narrative here over, over your next couple of stints before, before uh, Consulta where yeah. you're into media. Yes, before the yes. media that we started now. So I was listening yeah. to Mark Cuban just a couple of days ago on his guesting on Justin Khan, the founder of Twitch in his podcast. And Mark Cuban said that his very first startup that got acquired by Yahoo pre-bubble, the first bubble that burst, was the precursor to streaming as we know it now. It happened later on, but you're actually doing a lot of what they were doing in 2004 to 2009 when mobile wasn't even a thing yet or mobile was very symbian or what was that? Yeah. Can you explain? Can you just, just tell us what we were doing in terms of content and movies and digitalizing yeah. all these things back in Information Gateway in 2004 to 2009? So I worked for a company called Information Gateway, which was such an interesting experience because it was actually the precursor uh, to iTunes and Spotify. Yes. So, Information Gateway was actually the largest digital music company in the Philippines. Wow. It was so large that it actually went regional. So, wow. uh, I was managing Southeast Asia. So, I was managing Philippines, Indonesia, Malaysia, uh, and Bangladesh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so, uh, at the time, uh, obviously, there were no smartphones yet. Uh, so digital music really meant at first ringtones, 
So, and ano, nabubuking yung age ko here. So, it was... <laughs> That's why I saved it through the second part. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and this was 20 years ago. So, digital music meant monotones. Then it became polytones. Then it became true tones. And then finally, it became MP3s. And exactly what iTunes became, yung, you, buy, you buy songs for a dollar, Information Gateway was the iTunes of the Philippines at the time. It had the exclusive license with all the music labels. Wow. You know, at one time, it was a 1 billion peso uh, a year business. Yeah. It, Ron, it was, it was insane. I remember <laughs> this because in grade 7, my 5110 or my second phone, I remember, I was so proud when I bought, I forgot how I acquired it, when I had the Dark Vader entrance team. This is the type of stuff. And you can't get this in a bootleg because someone had copyright over that. It was yeah. it was monotone, but again, that was spectacular. And this you had a monopoly over the licenses of this. How did that even happen? Because again, in music, yes, you can source it out digitally, but regardless of where you play it, your biggest problem would be copyright. Right? Yes, yes. How do you even source that out? Because all these 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 labels have their own stranglehold on that copyright. Well, this really a credit to the founders uh, of Information Gateway. Uh, they saw very early on that this was going to be a huge business. You know, even before the first ringtone was sold, mm-hmm. they went around already to all the music labels and gave them what was called MGs, minimum guarantees. Uh, An MG is a minimum guarantee, meaning to say, you sign with me, you give me the exclusive license to your library, and I will guarantee you this much revenue, even if not a single ringtone is sold. So they had that conviction to go out there and offer it to everyone. Of course, if you're a if you're a music label, game oh, guaranteed revenue for an industry that doesn't exist, exist yet, yet mm. that I haven't seen a single peso from. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> it's funny so. because now it's very reminiscent. It's not in the '90s or early 2000s all over again, but now it's for NFTs. I'm seeing the same trend. Yes, yes. Non fungible yes. tokens now because of digitalizing. It's putting in the blockchain. Yes. I'm pretty sure a lot of motherfuckers will be coming in like, oh, I'll give you an MG, but they're going to NFT the hell out of this thing. Look at what the NBA did with Top Shot. That's amazing. Yes, yes. So, but crazy. I mean, but that's a credit to the founders because mm. it can go either way. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you, might, not make that, <laughs> I mean, you, you might not make that MG back, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a huge bet, but you know that speaks to their conviction. That speaks to their, you know, vision of where the industry was going, and obviously the bet paid off. Correct. Now, okay, then let's talk about the other type of content because after Information Gateway, you now did Digital Storm Inc., which again will play a vital role over the next thing that you're gonna do. Because again, prior to the break, you told me that you became your this got acquired by SurePass. And I remember mm-hmm. Nick Stoll telling me how how big uh SurePass was and what their main content was, providing telcos the vast or the content that they were selling into. Because now 2010 to 2014, 
this was the beginning of the smartphone era. What did you see in this new inflection point that was happening and why content? And what was your role here now? So what I saw was, so smartphones were coming out. Google Play was out. The App Store was out. Uh, and obviously, there is no competing with, you know, like a Google Play. No. Diba? Because you, you will never have as many games, as yeah. deep a library as Google is hard. Play. I mean, that, that's Google. Enough <laughs> said, diba? But what I saw there was, what did you need to buy in Google Play? At the time, you needed a credit card. And then... Back then, you needed a credit card and the minimum purchase was, at the time, I think $1. Okay. That was the minimum purchase. Yep. And guess what? We live in an emerging market. We live in a prepaid market. We live in a market where 90% of people do not have credit card. Yep. Where, you know, 95% of people do not have a postpaid plan. They're all prepaid. Wow. And prepaid users will rarely have uh, $1 or 50 pesos in their wallet at any given time. It's all ubos. <laughs> oh, well, because, because the behavior of a prepaid user is, first of all, uh-huh. ang ipapaload ko is 20 pesos lang. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> pa lang, wala na yung $1. I load ng 20 pesos and then I'm gonna use that to buy a 15 peso uh, go surf uh, mm-hmm. package, diba? Yeah. So really, ang natitira lang is the 5 pesos. Maintaining uh, balance. Whatever yes. it takes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I saw a market there within that 5 pesos. Sabi ko, 95% of the market lives within that 5 pesos that Google Play is not touching. Diyan ako. Wow. So, uh, we offered games, but the big idea really wasn't the games themselves. Madali naman to make a game. Eh. The big idea was the tingi-tingi billing. <laughs> Meaning to say, I will sell you an IAP, an in-app purchase, okay. for 50 pesos. Diba? Like everybody else, $1. But I will accept payments in installment. Papiso-piso lang. Hulugan. So, okay lang ako na you pay me back the, the 50 pesos in 30 days. Wow. But, okay, that makes a lot of sense. But your gateway of how you make that charging matters. Because again, if Apple or the App Store or the Google Play only accepts credit card, who did you have to work with to get that done? So, uh, the payment here had to be via prepaid load. Which again, led my my path to cross with Globe again. <laughs> with the telcos. Because the payment had they to hold be... That. Oh, the payment had to be with load. And for the first few years, I had an advantage over Google Play because credit card lang sila. Okay. And then, when they finally activated carrier billing, na pwede ka na rin magbayad with load, Guess right. what? Their minimum was still one dollar. Right. Whereas ako one peso. So makes sense. I mean, really, for entrepreneurs, it's not the big grand idea. It's not na hey, I'm going to 
get into the mobile games business, it's not that, eh. it's the nuances. It's the nuances of understanding na ah, people only have 5 pesos and they have it in load. So, okay, doon ako maglalaro. It's the nuances, the detail, and yung your deep understanding of your users. Correct. Diba? And, and that deep understanding, you're not gonna get that from an MBA. Uh, <laughs> you're not gonna get that from a management consulting playbook. Nope. You're only going to get that by actually becoming the user, diba? Like ako, ano ko ah, for... 20 years, obviously, I can afford naman a postpaid plan, di ba? Yep. But gumagamit ako ng prepaid. Mm. Kasi I need to understand. To <laughs> I need empathize. To understand. Oh, I need to understand what they go through day to day, di ba? Wow. I need to become the market. So, Correct. Yeah. And that's true because again, at the end of the day, if you can't empathize with the problem that you're trying to solve as a startup founder, then you're going to create and you're going to end up falling in love with a solution that does not solve the problem. And you said about the nuances, it's finding those blue oceans that are hidden within plain sight. In majority yes. of the time, people attack the red ocean where they don't even have a chance to even compete. Yeah. If you're competing with Google, with Apple, yeah. how the hell are you going to compete? Like, for example, in us in Podcast Network Asia, mm. if we're going to play the podcast game where we're going to compete with the Spotify and Apple, yes. no chance in hell. Yes, Even if we do our best yes. shot. But if we were going to attack it, where, okay, I saw an opportunity where Spotify and Apple will need supply and that supply does not exist in the field. Yes. So that's yes. where I will pour everything to make sure that there are enough podcasts to go around covering all whatever whatever they want to talk about. And let yes. them ride shotgun. And, and what's funny, Ron, is when you put it in a PowerPoint, it may not sound glamorous. Like, you know, when I presented that business plan, diba, yung parang, uh, a lot of people said, eh, baduy? <laughs> 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 parang, ha? Parang, your, your big idea is to target the five pesos. Eh, pass. But they don't see uh, it. They don't see it. Uh, but, you know, when I pitched it to Nix, hmm. here's what's funny, Rona. So I pitched my startup idea to Nix. There was no PowerPoint. There was no presentation. There was no meeting. Ron, literally, uh, I pitched it to him. We were having lunch. I drew it on In a Manila napkin. Pen, for sure. No, that, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, wow. That's his go-to place. <laughs> well, that's his go-to place, but not there. But not there. Okay. Uh, I, I pitched it to him. I drew it on a napkin. There's no business case. Ah. Walang Excel. Walang. Okay. Right then and there, uh, he told me, Dude, game. Magresign ka na. Wow. <laughs> Magresign ka na today. Let's go. Sabi ko, so what? Huh? Next step is I'll prepare a business case and then we'll meet on it. Sabi niya, hindi na, game ta. Wow. Because Nix is an entrepreneur din eh. Diba? Yung parang gets niya kagad. Yep. And he saw, he saw na that 5 pesos represented 80 million people. My God. <laughs> Five pesos times 80 million. Yeah. So, yun. so that's how Digital Storm uh, started. Uh, and then it became such a big business that it was acquired by Surpass. That led it to become IPO. That, My God. Yes. Yes. So. And again, I'll just segue a little bit. I'll just give sure. credit where credit is due. The Podcast Network Asia idea 
did not mm. come from me. Guess who that came from? <laughs> oh. Mr. Nix Noledo. Because <laughs> I was trying to bug uh. this guy. Like, Nix, you always say no. I've been trying to get you on Hustler Share because, mm. you know, that stuff. Like, and he sees the, the, the type of it's, it's now starting to build up because I just wanted to create a podcast to, to pay it forward to the startup community. Mm. Never in my mind did I think of creating a podcast network that helps other podcasters create their, their stuff. You know what the guy says? Sorry, dude, I'll pass because you're busy now right now, blah, blah, blah. And then he says this thing called turn it to a wondery. What the fuck is a wondery? And then I go Google podcast network. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. You're right. Why just stop on hustle share when I can yeah. own the whole fucking supply? Yes, yeah. Without me owing the content and letting all these people then have their own podcast and will be married not on the content, but how they monetize it. Boom. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> and he gets you, it. You, you know, speaking of Nick, so I was in, so I worked with him for uh, for eight years. Right, in Surpass. In, in Surpass. Uh, you know, whenever I'm with Nick, I have a notebook and a ballpen. I mean, not all the time. Yeah, okay. It's just a, alam mo parang it's like drinking from a fire hose. I mean, just <laughs> pare, pare the ideas are Hydrant. just how grabe baha ng ideas. Eh, na parang talagang ano lang talaga ako notes lang talaga ako ng notes. Correct. Uh, totally agree. Yeah. Okay. So if this thing, goes to an exit again in PNA, thank you, Nixon. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Well, I guess another tip for everyone listening is when you find a mentor, you <laughs> I Milk mean drink cow. drink up. <laughs> yep. Because uh, wow, Iba. And I only get to talk to Nick like I don't know once a year if I'm lucky. If I'm lucky, yeah. But that once a year meeting is worth millions of dollars because oh, yeah. I get yeah. so much uh, out of it. And again. He talked to me prior to the acquisition of Chatbot PH as well, and that's all I needed. I, I led it to an acquisition after my first startup, which failed. Ran into yeah. him like, "Hey, help me out. What should I do?" And he said, "Focus." All I needed to hear. And, and um, what's you know, what's great about Nix is it's not just talk. Eh? So meaning to say, let's say banter kayo today, and then, diba? And then you come up with, uh, let's say you're having halo-halo in his favorite place, Manila Pen, di ba? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then one of you says, ano kaya we do this? And then he says, hoy, okay yan, blah, 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 ganyan. He'll want you to act on it that yes, same day. Correct. Hindi yung parang chika lang, and then a month passes, wala naman nangyari. I mean, it's either you do it with his support, or he'll do it himself. But correct. si Nix, he doesn't want idea lang. Right. Phoenix is game kagad. And he's not madamo. <laughs> what, that's what I love. The best mentors, whether it's an idea that you can run with him or independently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it to you. So, right. even, even if magkalaban kayo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's well-meaning. Humble yeah, yeah. You, you know what's interesting is uh, before surpass before digital storm, I was Nix's competitor. Ah. Wow! Because surpass uh, was in the 
content Games, business. Correct, correct. Oh, information gateway was content also. I mean, he was literally my direct competitor. But ang funny nito Ron is, parate akong imbitado sa mga events nila. As in yung uh, ribbon cutting for their new office, nandun ako. <laughs> Christmas party nila, nandun ako. Uh, so, parang, I, I think it also speaks to Nick's kasi uh, takes an ecosystem point of view. Approach, yes. Na, you know, it's not just one player, di ba? Di ba? Two players. It's, it takes an ecosystem. And, you know, parang, it's not zero-sum game. Kasi yes. it's all about growing the market. Hindi yung nag-aagawan tayo over such a small thing, right. di ba? Let's just grow the let's There's just enough grow the fish for market. everybody. Yes, yes, right. yes. Now, last question also about your share pass. Before we are with Consulta. Yeah. So, you got acquired. You partnered with him. Yes. And I want to talk about this. Nobody can provide context, probably except him. What happened during that first ever tech IPO of the Philippines? Which, again, was mind-blowing. Now, we're on the freaking map. We're in PSE. Mm. Mm. Right? And people were trading now a legit stock. In here, not a, you know, it's not just a whatever, but now we're a tech company who provides content in the Philippines has done it. I just want to get perspective. After that acquisition, you went IPO. What was that like? Well, the the IPO process was just I had never experienced it before. <laughs> and only a select few can say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, it was. I guess the feeling was. Anything was possible, wow. and the mindset just completely changed because you know um, up until that point, my mindset was you know grow the business, diba? grow right. by thirty percent, grow by forty percent. That's great already, but parang with the IPO, suddenly it opened new vistas of opportunity. Na it was no longer about dominating the industry you're in, but uh, actually going into entirely new industries. Wow. So, Surpass was a content business and then suddenly, it ventured into, you know, ad tech, games, publishing, Mm. and then suddenly, games distribution. Right. Because Surpass created its own app store. Yeah. Uh, So, the entire experience just opened my mind. Kumbaga, if my earlier mindset was, give me the ball, kasi I want to win the game, the surpass experience Phil taught Jackson. me na, <laughs> taught, <laughs> taught me na, ah, ano, it's not just this game pala. I can also try to win an Oscar also. Wow. Parang yun, di ba? Still mamba. Uh, oh, so, mamba pa rin, di ba? Na parang, right. uh, hindi lang NBA. Pwede rin palang, ano, <laughs> right. something completely different. So th- that's what, ano, that's what the experience uh, Absolutely. taught me. All right. Now, let's take our last break. And when we come back now, let's talk about Consulta. And again, you blazing this whole trail as well on making telehealth a main thing and helping me as a customer on getting that done. <laughs> but let's talk about that more after the break. 
Hey Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions for liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey Hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag Uno Ready Savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag Uno Earn or hashtag Uno Boost Time Deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag Uno Earn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, Hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. 
Dragon Pay was named Fintech of the Year at last year's Philippine Fintech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust Dragon Pay. And we're back from the break. We are still with Jolo to guys. Hi again. Told us that amazing story of how again went from content to IPO. Again, no, never had that here. Thank you for providing us context because again, how many people can say that they went IPO in the Philippines in tech? Only one company's under done that by far. And now we had the context. And now the whole game is there. But Cholo, I wanted to know because you're now in the pinnacle of again understanding that you can win an Oscar, you can win a Nobel Peace Prize with SurePass. But what happened in last year that allowed you to then leave that all behind? Because you were CMO of SurePass. How many people can fucking say that, right? And be COO now. In this new thing called Consulta MD, it must have been a hell of an opportunity for you to do that and take that leap again to become a venture builder or a lead again, lead your own thing for a consulta. What was that like? So, well, it was a case of exactly right place, right time. Mm -hmm. If the health tech opportunity was offered to me, Two years ago, I might not have been interested, but but a year ago, we were at ground zero of a pandemic. And, you know, I saw that there's a clear problem to solve here. Hospitals are overcrowded. Yep. And nobody wants to go to a hospital uh, and, during a pandemic. And, 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 and even if they weren't, most people would rather stay in the safety of their home. And, you know... Uh, Telemedicine, Consulta MD, is just a perfect solution to that. Uh, you, you, you can talk to a doctor from the comfort of your sofa, and the service addresses all the pain points that you have in an emerging market like the Philippines. Number one, most people don't have a credit card. So Consulta MD, you can pay with load. Diba? Which again, diba, pesos parang, only, oh, there. Uh, which is something obviously I understand, diba? So you can pay with load. A lot of people cannot afford to pay for a doctor's consultation. You know, how much is a doctor's consultation? A thousand pesos. Most people cannot afford that. So an interesting stat is six out of ten Filipinos pass away without ever having consulted a doctor. No way. Yes, yes. So, because they couldn't afford one. Or if you live in the province, yeah. maybe the nearest doctor was a boat ride away. But if you live in the province, the typical experience there is, even if there is a local health center, may doctor lang dyan two days a week. And yan doctor na yan, bumiyahi pa yan from somewhere else. Diba? So it's a real problem. And, you know, uh, I saw that Consulta MD was just a perfect solution to it. You can pay with load. Talking to a doctor is as low as 60 pesos a month. Yep. For 60 pesos, you can talk to the doctor 
specialist. 24-7? Correct, correct. <laughs> if you have a question at 3 in the morning, hey, go for it. Yep. Uh, there's no appointment needed. So meaning to say, if, you know, uh, hindi ka makatulog, kasi you're thinking, nako, yung umubo ako, COVID na ba ito? <laughs> uh, <laughs> diba? There's no need to make an appointment. As in, diba? You, you, uh, you launch the app, you talk to a doctor immediately. And, uh, yun. So parang, it, it's, it's such a practical service that just addresses, you know, the real pain points of real people out there. So, That's amazing. So when I saw that opportunity, <laughs> I immediately <laughs> grabbed it. it. All right. Now, in that said, I, I want to understand because again, nine one seven ventures is a venture builder, a venture fund. Yes. Right. Yes. So, and Consulta is a big one of the banners again, free cash and whatnot. Oh. I, I want to understand from your point of view because if you're building a product within a conglomerate, yeah, and the difference between that. Building, say, a sure pass where you have full reins over that. How how big is that the adjustment also for you? Because uh, at the end of the day, we also are heavily promoting that this is another path through the startup game. Say you want to start right a startup game. Nine one seven ventures is now that machinery that can get you started. But again, I want to get your first per- person point of view of what it was like for you running it under this umbrella. I would say that there was absolutely zero adjustment wow. uh, when I came into 917 because you have to understand that 917 is its globe, but it's not. Uh, it, it's globe in the sense that you have all the globe resources at your disposal. So for example, Consulta MD. Uh, Consulta MD is the largest telehealth uh, company in the Philippines. Uh, why? Because it's bundled in everything that Globe does. It's bundled into your postpaid plan. It's yep. bundled into your Globe at home plan. It's bundled in Globe SK, prepaid SKUs. It's part of Globe rewards. Uh, it's, it's unfair. Unfair advantage right there. It is literally an unfair advantage. <laughs> Correct. So on one, on one hand, uh, you have all of Globe to leverage. So 917 is Globe, but it's also not. The culture in 917 is completely startup. All the people there are just startup mindset. Okay, that's great. But I want to also understand. So there's no adjustment. You're still able to do that. But what type of people did you surround yourself with now? Again, coming from the SurePass point of view, you had the army, you have Thanos' army. In here, it's another army that you go to. But again, it's a totally different dynamic. I want to find out, Cholo, what type of people you surrounded yourself with to get to where you're supposed to be faster. Because again, for every single lap that you go through that rodeo, you're better off because you know you know now that there are a lot of parallels that are applicable through multiple types of businesses. Yes. And if this and this is another rodeo you're coming in, pretty sure you're blaze pass through. But what was what were those people like that allowed you to even scale faster? I'd say I'd say that the success of Consulta MD is because of two groups of people. Uh, the people in Consulta MD itself, uh, and the people in 917. So I'll talk about Consulta MD first. So my team, uh, 
is actually uh, completely new. So hardly anyone there uh, has been there longer than nine months. So (laughs) everyone is new. And uh, the people that I chose all had a startup background. Why? Because again, and I keep saying this, uh, startup is really the best MBA for everyone. Uh, It teaches you everything you need to know, and it teaches you in a real-world setting. So I wanted people that, you know, have gone through that and that understand that. So there, and I mean, obviously, uh, you know, uh, whatever success Consulta MD has now, I mean, it's all from that team, really. So now on the people, but, but that doesn't happen in a vacuum. Consulta MD only succeeds as far as 917 supports it. Uh, so I, I mentioned earlier that, you know, one of the ways it supports it is with the truly unfair <laughs> yep. globe advantage. I mean, dun palang panalo ne, eh, ba? Game over right. ne. Eh. But it's also the, the mentorship. Right. So, uh, I mean, you know Vince, uh, Vince has been on this show. Vince, has also <laughs> been around the block several times already. He understands this space. He understands how startups work. So he's just been a great mentor uh, as well. And he's always challenging me to think bigger. <laughs> Yung, just when I think, na, oh, I'm presenting great results. <laughs> right. Happy na tayo. Parang he is always, how can we take it you know, to that next One, step. Uh, Parang, level. yeah, dream bigger. And that's a great culture to be part in of 917. And I guess one more thing I would add is what I love about being part of 917 is the synergies. Yes. Because everything that 917 does, it's never Consulta MD in isolation. Eh? It's how does Consulta MD leverage Globe Telecom, how does Consulta MD leverage Gcash? Mm. How does uh, Consulta MD leverage the ad tech of AdSpark? Correct. Uh, and pretty soon you will see how does Consulta MD work with PureGo? <laughs> and so, podcast very soon. So if you're going to listen to Podcast yes. Network Asia shows, watch out. <laughs> All right. We have a crispy pata. Hi, Vlad. We got you. There you go. So Yeah. So, uh, it's great to be part of 917 because you take on uh, a cross-industry mindset. Correct. How does ecosystem. health tech... Ecosystem. Uh, the entire Philippine tech ecosystem. How does health tech come together with fintech, with ad tech, with e-commerce, mm. uh, with media? Yon. So, That's I it. mean, it's just... I feel that every job that I've been through is just one postgraduate course <laughs> on top of another. <laughs> and it's getting uh, better and better every single time. Yes, yes. Okay, perfect. Now, let's pay it forward. I, I have a couple of questions for you. Sure. That, uh, again, in hindsight, this is, I don't know, four, five, fourth, fifth rodeo now. And again, each lap you get faster, you get a personal record every single time you go past. But I want to ask you, given the chance to ride a time machine again, 
mm-hmm. and you're gonna give yourself tips. The young cholo that you are, what will be the tips you're gonna give, knowing what you know now? Well, maybe not for myself, because I, I was just very lucky that I landed in every job I had. I landed with the right boss, the right company, the right environment. Uh, and that's why it played out the way it did, diba. Right? Mm-hmm. But I guess tips for everyone else, sure. diba? tips for ano, uh, younger people, I would say that a lot of your success is really based on your environment. Meaning to say, certainly your boss, certainly your peers, yeah, the company culture, everything is really dependent on that. So you really have to find the right environment for you. And you know, I, I have I have an <laughs> I have an interesting story about that. So twenty years ago, I had a project that. Uh, brought down the network. Oh, wow. Kasi ganong kadami yung sumali. Okay. Uh, so it literally brought down the network. One SVP wanted me fired. One SVP wanted me promoted. I was just lucky that I happened to be reporting to the SVP that wanted me promoted because of that. So y- you can see that, you know, you take one action and it can be interpreted two completely different ways. Diba? Uh, diba? One person wants to fire you, one person wants to promote you. And if anything, that really shows that you need to have the right boss. Because you could do everything right. Diba? And diba? if you have the wrong boss, it's just going to be taken you know, completely the wrong way. Absolutely. Uh, so... You know, parang my advice is find the right boss, find the right team, mm. choose a company with the right culture. And right. at least from my personal experience, it has been worth the wait mm. uh, doing that. So I'll give you an interesting story, Ron. Mm. I've joined Globe twice already. Yep, second rodeo. <laughs> uh, second, ano, round two ko na to sa Globe. And each time, I had to wait months for the right opportunity to come in. So the first time, I applied in Globe. Walang openings. So, pare, wala akong trabaho for 11 months. Oh, wow. Okay? And during that 11 months, ang, ang dami ko ng offers na nakukuha. But I said, no, I really want to work in Globe. Wow. I mean, for me, it's Globe or bust. So literally, naghintay ako ng 11 months from January to November <laughs> for that offer from Globe to finally come. And as in, you know, the rest is history, obviously. Right, diba? right. I mean, uh, I, you know, looking back at it now, I am so glad that I waited that 11 yeah. months or the trajectory of my career could have been completely different. Sure. My second, ano naman, my second round... Uh, with Globe, I really, really wanted to join 917. Kasi I thought, wow, what a, what a perfect fit for me. The resources of Globe. What a startup <laughs> setup. Sabi ko, oh my God, bagay na bagay to for me. Right. I applied. 
I applied wow. in 917. Para hindi ako natanggap. <laughs> Why? Because, you know, parang uh, the right role just wasn't there for me at the time. Not so, yet. Not yet, di ba? So, hindi ako natanggap. And, but I thought, pero gusto ko talaga 917. Pare, I wait, I wound up this time, I wound up taking a sabbatical for 14 months. Wow. And, and again, it was uh, parang, di ba, there were other options. I could go here, I could go there. But right. sabi ko, you know, parang 917 talaga is, is what's for me. And from personal experience, I already know na the right fit is everything. So I, okay. I, I told myself, hihintayin ko to. <laughs> wow. And yun, and then the the call came uh, on month 14. And wow. well, here I am now. So uh, I really have conviction na, I mean, the saying is, if you're a fish, you can't be graded on how well you climb a tree. <laughs> right. So you need to be in an environment working in a team, working for a boss, working in a culture that plays to your strengths. Diba? Kasi otherwise, pare, maske 24-7 ka magtrabaho, maske ano yung kayod mo, wala, walang pupuntaan yan. So, Correct. yun. So, pick a good team, a good mm-hmm. boss, uh, and a good culture. That would be my advice. Last question. Sure. Now, just to double down on the good boss and the good culture. Because again, that yes. obviously that's subjective depending on the per- person. But in your experience, yes. Yes. what are the traits of a good boss to follow? Because I, I believe in this also. When I was starting out, I was lucky to be mentored by people who had the right values and the right experiences that gave me that head start that I needed. Right, and if you're here and you're young, you're fresh grad, or you're just in your first couple of jobs, and you feel like it's not the right fit, let's define that properly. What were those traits that you looked for from those bosses or in those cultures that you thrived in that you chose to wait for? So if someone's actually looking for that opportunity, those are the ones that they really gun for to be deliberate about that trajectory of their career and or their startup career as well. I think the number one thing I look for is, you know, in startups, we always talk about elevator pitch. Yep. You, you need to be able to distill, condense uh, your idea to something so simple na, uh you can, you can explain it in an elevator ride. Correct. I'm looking for bosses that will approve my idea during that elevator ride. Yung you're so in sync na kwento ko lang sa'yo, wala nang PowerPoint, PowerPoint, wala nang go. business case, business case. ba? Parang either go or no go, pero gets mo kaagad. Yeah. So that's the one, that's the number one thing I'm looking for. Kasi, you know, parang if your boss is not like that, you know, there, there, there's so much unnecessary work when really... Gusto lang na all he wants to say naman is no. Yung parang he'll say no by saying, eh, let's business dribble you around. Let's around. do a 10-year plan. Okay. <laughs> let's, diba, let's, uh, let's consult uh, a, ma- a management consulting firm. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Diba? So, just yes or no. And yun, uh, I've been fortunate to have bosses. 
put our life back na gets kagad. Yeah, and again, that's entrepreneurship for you, right? Mm. Exercising that entrepreneurship risk gene yeah. and being able to run with, with your own decisions, whether it's a failure or a win. I have yeah. call those shots. Give that mamba mentality three, two, one, eh, you know, and run with it yes. and learn from it. That's that's important. Yes, and uh, parang I guess the second, uh, the second thing would be, and using the basketball analogy, <laughs> still, diba, I want to play for a coach. Na guaranteed yung playing time ko. Yes. Saka guaranteed yung tira ko. Yes. Meaning to say, the role, maski is ano ma- the role is defined. And maski ano mangyari, alam ko naman na I'm getting 20 shots this game. Yeah. So, okay lang if I miss the first 10. Kasi may 10 pang natitira eh. <laughs> and when, when you work for a boss that gives you that, tatapang ka eh. It's empowering. Kasi, yep. It's very empowering because you're not afraid of failure. You know you can fail multiple times. Right. <laughs> and it it makes the conversations between you and your boss more honest. Because yeah. then the conversation becomes, uh, are you sure? No, I'm not. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, right. So parang, I'm not sure but I want to try. Diba? So, and, you know, when you work for bosses like that, wow, as in, ang sarap talaga ng feeling. And I, I definitely, I recommend it for everyone and for, you know, would-be entrepreneurs out there. You, you know, a great place to start is definitely 917 Ventures. Absolutely. You want the ball, you want guaranteed playing time, you want ano, guaranteed shots, you want to be able to go 0 for 10 and tira pa rin ang tira, go to 917 Ventures. <laughs> yep. And I was saying it. If I was starting out, dude, no, no questions asked. I'll take this. I'll take oh, this. Yeah, because yeah, given yeah. what I had to go through, the type of pain and suffering I had to go through in my first couple of years, it would have yes. just been easier and I would have gotten the proper mentorship faster if I didn't have to go through that pain. Again, hindsight 2020, I'm not complaining. I'm, I'm happy where I am now. But now this option is available for a lot of you guys who are listening to this podcast. Dude, this is what it takes and that unfair advantage. Imagine that, having that tool that you can wield. It's like giving, getting Thanos' gauntlet with all the infinity stones in it and just snapping and you get all those things. Amazing so, work. Yung 917 Ventures to me is para kang shooting guard, di ba? Yep. And when you join 917 Ventures, 917 will surround you with everybody else you need. Bibigyan ka ng big man na tiga set wow. ng pick for you. Yeah. Bibigyan ka ng point guard na tiga pasa sa'yo. Wow. It's, ano, it's all there. Kasi if you're, if you're a founder, you have to play to your strengths. Eh. Usually, a founder uh, is either a product guy uh, or a marketing guy. Either of the two, yeah. yeah. He's almost never like finance guy, legal guy. No, no, diba? he's not that. Diba? He's just the one with a big idea. And what's right. great about 917 is 
they'll surround you with everything else. Diba? Finance, legal, right. tech. You don't have to fumble your way around yep. that. Diba? Play to your strengths. Absolutely. But again, before anything else, thank you very much, Jolo, for this amazing, amazing episode. But before I let you go, what's up next for Consulta MD if they want to check it out and let me get the, the proper stuff? Because if I had way too much crispy pata, I don't need to worry about what's happening in my body and whatnot. I just need to get also the right prescription and go to the nearest doctor without risking myself. What's up next for Consulta MD, guys? There's a lot of things up with Consulta MD. So, <laughs> starting June, you're going to see Consulta MD absolutely everywhere. So, Consulta MD is going to be in all 7-Elevens nationwide. Consulta MD is going to be inside your Huawei TV. So, uh, <laughs> so starting next week, uh, if you go to Huawei stores, they've just launched a new smart TV that has a built-in webcam. That TV is going to allow you to talk to your Consulta MD doctor Anytime. from your bedroom. <laughs> no need for a phone, no need for a tablet, straight to TV. You're going to see Consulta MD in your smart devices. As in, in your smartwatch, in your smart scale, pag, uh, pag uh, tumaas ang BP mo sa smartwatch mo, that triggers a call to consulta MD. If your smart scale says, masyado ka nang tumaba, that triggers a call to consulta MD. Um, you're going to see consulta MD be very ha- active with mental health. So we have a part. We have a one-year partnership with Kylie Versosa wow. uh, through her organization, Mental Health Matters. So wow. we have a lot of exciting events uh, lined up for that. Uh, you're going to see Consulta MD baked in into the things that you use every day, as in uh, in the vitamins that you buy, wow. in the running shoes <laughs> that you get. Pare, as in, matatawa ka na lang where you see Consulta that MD. that globe unfair advantage? That yes. Because yes. if you were gonna do this from scratch, good luck. Ah, wala, good luck. wala. Ah, ano kasi, yung, if, if you were a traditional startup, you can bet on only one thing at a time. Correct. So for 2021, you pick one bet and then yun na yun. Yep. If you're with 917 Ventures, you can bet on 10 things right. <laughs> and do all of it at the same time, right. which which you see right now with Consulta MD. And not worry about everything else too much. No, no, no. That's why the results are like that. Again, thanks, Cholo. Thank you, Ron. But before I let you go, follow us on whatever podcast app you're listening to, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcast, or whatnot. And again, if we did say some jargon, it's going to be the show notes on hustleshare.com. And again, part of the community is being part of the Hustleshare community on Facebook. So join our group and interact with your fellow Hustleshare listeners. And lastly, if you want to have any questions or any guests that you want to suggest, it's going to be in the chat bot. All you need to do is message us on m.me slash hustleshare powered by chatbot. Again, Cholo, thank you very much. Thank you, Ron. Thank you, Podcast Network. All right. Appreciate it. And see you guys in the next episode. Peace.